I said, hey, when we know, we know. We felt like we knew, and it's time now with the second preseason game done to sort of start to move forward and say, hey, uh, Baker's the quarterback. Sam and I knew this day was going to eventually come. We weren't counting down the days. We didn't know when it was going to happen or anything like that. Just this morning, I uh, was made aware that I was going to be starting and saw Sam shortly after. He made it very clear that anything I needed in support or uh, in terms of that aspect, he was going to be there. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. Hour three, Tuesday, August 23. Toby and TJ back with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon, 11 days away from a Sooner kickoff. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Our show brought to you every day by XOE Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Michigan unveiled as the number four ranked team last hour. Don Munson, play-by-play voice of the Clemson Tigers, joined us in hour number one today. Um, We've got two uh i just texted you this tj so remind me if i'm wrong we've got two teams tomorrow and then our number one ranked team will be on thursday correct and i i am out friday so that's how, how do you want to do the open for thursday because i've got to build it up wednesday and we'll technically have the winner then and people will know so do you need an open for thursday really yeah, I'm going to need you to do as much work as possible before you leave town. <laughs> Just thinking how I'm going to do it. Can I tell you what revealed. commercial drives me crazy? What commercial <laughs> drives you crazy? I don't I'm know glad if you should tell asked. me that or not. No. No, it's a TV commercial. Oh, it's a okay, TV okay, commercial. Okay, it has okay. nothing to do with our radio. Okay, yeah, no. fine. Uh, fire away then. There is a commercial on right now where a guy is driving a truck. A very nice, clean truck. And he goes to pick up, like, his family or whatever that's been mountain biking. Or, and they're all covered in mud. Have you seen this commercial? I believe. I, I, I think so. And, yeah, I, keep going. I believe so. I know what you're going with here. Well, he, like, hesitates to unlock the door because yes. he's eyeballing yes. them. He's They're covered in mud and about to get in his very nice, clean truck. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Dad, open the door. Open the door, and he's like, you can tell he's thinking about whether he wants to let him in. And then he does. And then they get their muddy, 
clothes and shoes and bikes and everything into his truck, and they're like, hey, nice truck. And he goes, well, it was. That ticks me off. That Every time I see it, my wife laughs every time. She's like, that's so you. I'm like, yeah, they should have the common decency to clean themselves up a bit before they get into this guy's very nice, expensive truck. Guess who's not getting into my truck that way? My kid anyone. or anyone else. Yes. Get in the back of the truck. Yeah, that's what we got a truck bed for, that's right? That's exactly right. You want to go get muddy and act the fool, you get to ride in the back of the truck. I'm totally on the guy's side in this commercial where he's like eyeballing him going, are you kidding me? You know how hard it's going to be to clean all the mud and grime and everything you're about to get all over my I would be so I'd be like laying down visqueen and towels and all kinds of stuff. Man, we're angry today. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm giving you Friday off. You you've been in a bad mood too. I'm giving you Friday off. Thank you. I need it. I need it. It's almost game. You know, when you get back, it's gonna be game week, Teach. How do you feel about that? Are you ready? Are you excited? I'm getting excited. I'm getting fired up, yeah. How's your gut feeling? Oh, there's no gut yet. I mean, come on. I mean, no, even, no, no. Even looking at I'm not asking you to make a opponent. pick. I, I'm not asking you to make a pick. I'm just saying, is your gut ready for the new season? Oh, you think it's oh. geared up and uh, my you know, gut ready has to got go. in. Uh, you know, my gut was completely out of shape last season. I had put That's on a right. lot of weight. Uh, dedicated right. myself in the off season. Brent told me we're going to work hard. We're going to be a family. We're going to do this together. Did you work with Schmitty? I uh, I was encouraged by Schmitty. I did not work with him because I'm still alive and walking. But uh, you know, I did my thing. I dropped some pounds this off season, so the gut's ready to go. The gut is looking great. In fact, my wife uh, told me the other day she was looking at a picture from oh, there we go, uh, November, and she said, yes. "Boy." Look at the difference. And I said, I, think, I, I know, baby. I know. I think you're too skinny. I saw you yesterday, and you don't look healthy to me. <laughs> don't look healthy to you. <laughs> I need to eat some more fish and chips at the garage. You look like, you look sickly. You look too thin. I'm, I would like to see you add 12 pounds. Um, No, no. I just lost more than that. Two, 12 pounds is too heavy. I was too heavy for my body. I'm not talking of fat. You can mix some muscle in there. You can keep your I, working out. My body won't gain muscle. It just won't. brittle. You look brittle to me. Brittle. When, uh, <laughs> when I saw you yesterday, I said, I hope he doesn't bump into anything because he could shatter. Well, that's right true. Uh, you know, Between the stubbing of my toes and everything else that goes on with me, that's true. When you get on a plane, do you only have to pay for half a seat, or do they make you pay for the whole seat? They actually just put me up in the, uh, you know, the the baggage area, overhead overhead bin. bin. I fit as a uh, as a carry on, yeah. Man, you, I mean, you really are thin. This is the thinnest I've ever seen you. That's not true. That's this is. And we've been together twenty years. This is not the thinnest you've ever seen me. It's intentional, is what you're telling me. It's when intentional. When we started this show, I weighed under hundred and forty pounds. Probably right at 140. So this is not the thinnest you've ever seen me. What do you weigh now? Uh, currently, I'm at about 165. Hmm. So you've seen me about 30 pounds lighter, 25 Ladies pounds Ladies and lighter. gentlemen, we have just confirmed, and it has just been admitted to by TJ, 
that I am twice the man he is. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> now, I think you're uh, – I would like Teddy's opinion on this too because Teddy – is an expert in this category, being able to size up a person, know what their perfect weight is, all that kind of stuff. Teddy, uh, if you're listening, or maybe later today, let me know, is TJ too thin? I'm a little worried about you. I think you've gone too far. Definitely not too thin. Um, I've maintained I can this see summer. Your I'm just ribs saying the gut's ready to go. You could not see my ribs. Two shirts. No, you couldn't. You could not. I could see the ribs through a T-shirt and an overshirt. How about yesterday? Noble yesterday with his outfit? He was like Bob Noble Stoops at a uh, Thunder game, you know, the fancy uh, button up with it, uh, you know, a couple of buttons undone, just uh, He's a chilling, in the, uh, chilling in the uh, studio. <laughs> I, I, will you ever be a guy that goes a button or two more, you know, revealing of the upper chest area well, first than off, the normal person we've answered does? it yesterday, and you just said it a minute ago. You would never see me with a button up. Uh, that's not true because Mexico chicken, all goes sometimes. You got a chicken chest. Is I got that the uh, I've got the undershirt on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So if I have a so couple of never... button, buttons undone, you'll see the undershirt. What about when it. you're on vacation? You're you're lounging or whatever. You wouldn't you know unbutton it down to the you know two three extra buttons like Bob does courtside for a Thunder game. No, or anything? no. Typically, don't. No, not a good look for me. Yeah, I can't do that. Things start to escape if I do things <laughs> like that. So I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> Which we need to worry about what happens come Monday. So, what do you mean? Well, we're making a risky gamble with who I had to have cover for Friday that we may get Wally pipped here. Who's covering for us? Friday? Well, we're putting in a Hall of Fame legend morning show host back in the morning show time slot. So, Mike Steely. Mike Steely will be in Holy on Friday cow. from six to nine. So, yeah, that's the end of us. That's probably the end of us. <laughs> Been a good run. He's going to be coming with like Thanksgiving dinners and voices, and who knows what's going to happen in his morning show. Oh man, I can't wait. Next week we got TJ's gut, we got Steely's uncle, we got uh, all of our normal Friday stuff that we do throughout the college. We got our our picks contests, and um, <laughs> Teddy has just texted me that he wrestled at one sixty five in the sixth grade. <laughs> See, you're too small. Are you being pressured by your wife to be this small? No, I pressured myself. I had gotten too big. So Too big. How much were you weighing when you were too uh, big? I was up to 183. Get ready to be disgusted, people. <laughs> I was up to 183. Oh, my God. But All if the you way know up me and know my, my frame, that's, that was heavy. I was carrying a lot of weight. Where were you carrying all, all this in my at? gut and my chest uh. and my man boob everywhere else? So, <laughs> get out of here. One eighty three. Yes. All fat. So you it was lost, all fat. You lost eighteen pounds. No, I'm at like one sixty five now. So I lost. Uh, well, yeah, about eighteen. Mathematics, pounds. dude. Yeah, mathematics. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, yeah, sorry, yeah, eighteen pounds. Actually, hold on. It's too much. I was up to 186 because I've lost 21 pounds. So uh, I was up to 186. I'm worried about you. Okay. If there's a doctor out and there all listening. all I did was portion control. That's how I lost the weight, portion control. I ate really healthy for about two months, 
then maintained the portion control after that. Well, you walked. Well, I walked, but I was doing that anyway. But, yeah, I, I do do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a doctor out there listening, if you could <laughs> chime in on this. How did this get brought up? Any- oh, because you saw me yesterday. Uh, yeah. You look great, by the way. No, I'm overweight. Way overweight. We all know this. You were rocking the ref hat with your readers and uh, long sleeve shirt. Slightly better than I did when the summer began. Not enough. I was hoping for more. Slightly better. Still massively overweight. Well, you've ate at the garage twelve times in the last two weeks. Yep, that's true. I need I need to uh, calm down a little bit with the eating out. Um, By the way, tonight Chloe at McGinnis will probably eat out afterwards. Um. Uh, it's a big. It's the big uh, showdown versus um, Gabe Eichert's alma mater coming up tonight. Rankings out yesterday, by the way. You got me sidetracked. Number four in the state. How about that, Teach? Ranked number four in the state early on in the year. Impressive. Pretty good. How, how cool is that about? to want to oh. keep up with that now? Uh, is that nerve-wracking when you click on it I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't even know they ranked... They rank Freshman volleyball, they rank girls volleyball man. teams. Everything's ranked. Yeah, I didn't know. So yeah, I'll definitely be keeping up with it now. Uh, Mount the Mount St. Mary's coach that texted us, texted us yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, their high school team number one in the state. So congratulations to uh, the oh coach the poll I saw they were twelve. They were twelve, and I <laughs> heard they lost to Piedmont. Um, okay, I got a question for you to ponder during the break. Okay. I imagine soon, and maybe tomorrow. I think we have a media veil tomorrow. Is that correct, TJ? Uh, ye, what, my days are confused. Yes, yes, should have on Wednesday. I believe so. I have a text message from Teddy Lehman again. You, he did the math. You lost twelve percent of your body weight. You should be checked for monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Do you Ted. have any blistering? Thanks, Ted. Uh, Do you have no, any blistering no, no anywhere blister- on your body? No, no, no blistering. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, I, if it was monkeypox, it's all in my gut. It's a lot, man. You lost a significant percentage of your already tiny, frail body. <laughs> okay. Well, you got me distracted. Uh, media avail tomorrow. This could happen tomorrow. We are we are about at some point here to find out who the captains are on this OU football team. So when we come back, I want you to predict it for me. I'm going to say four. Huh, okay. Okay? You get four. Uh, who knows? He may name two. He may name five. He may name seven. I don't know. But for the sake of conversation, who do you predict will be the four captains named by Brent Venables in the near future? We'll be back. The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. WNTJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by RK Black, 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. Your office technology solution, copiers, fax, printers, scanners, Document management, network solutions, and so much more. R.K. Black. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Did I read this one? I bet it's a little less embarrassing to eat with Dad since they always pick up the check. 
Mm, I haven't known them at all taking it easy on me because of that. This texter says, oh, you architect is just trying to pull this show out of the gutter. I was asking about a hotel pulling it out of the gutter. That's a reference to your father-in-law cleaning out the gutters earlier in the show. Probably Probably thought I was too frail. Couldn't get up there on the ladder. I would imagine that's true. I would imagine that's true. Uh, Harbaugh, typical underachiever, talks a good game, typical Michigan man. Did go to the playoff last year. He did. Disgusting. Uh, Toby, do we know if Jim is left-handed, this texter asks. I think Jim Harbaugh is left-handed maybe, isn't he? I don't know. He no, played quarterback. He right. was no, right-handed. He was yeah. right-handed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh. Josh Heupel? No. <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs> Not reading that one. That was inappropriate. Uh, I've got a feeling that this season, while we're going undefeated, the underlining theme will be we tried to tell them, and when we win the national championship, we will say we tried to tell them. Arm flexing emoji. All right, right, we'll try to tell them. big bad wolf. Okay. Is there anybody that TJ likes? There are a lot of people I like. Yes, a lot of teams that I like. Just not you, Texter. I don't like you anymore. (laughs) You are going out guns a-blazing, man. <laughs> Toby, you can't yeah. sit in a public restaurant without dripping questions without dripping questions on your white shirt, embarrassing your family. Stop complaining about the guy letting his family in his clean truck until you start wearing a bug boy rib. Bo- bu- boy, it's protective text how got about, that how about, thing. You, how about you start spelling all your words correctly and bug then you can boy take a bib? shot at me? Okay? Bug boy bib, come on. It's true. Uh, But the point of the text message is uh, don't throw stones in glass houses. And uh, that's well said by you. I should not. uh, I should need to take care of myself before I start worrying about other people. I will. I will work on that texture. 2025 and six. Twenty six are the Michigan years. This texture says TJ's weight goes up and down to commiserate the Texas Rangers wins. That explains the weight loss. Actually, I've gained weight this year. They've won more games this year in the past couple of years. So, uh, that's uh... hey, my team stinks. Okay, you can make all the bad jokes, you, uh, bad team jokes you want. They stink. Okay, Toby's team stinks too. We know it. Yep. We accept it. That's right. Really steamy this morning. Uh, that sucks. I won't be tuning in for that, like you guys and Plank Show. But I don't care for steamy at all. Steely, I think, is the word they're looking for. There. Oh. <laughs> you people need to check, check your text. <laughs> okay, prediction on the on the uh, uh, captain. I, I don't Four. know that I have it narrowed down. I just started writing down names So during that break. You had an entire commercial break. I know. I'm just writing down names. Uh, I'm going to go... The upperclassman, as we know, as uh, Brent has already come out and said, he's going to reward the upperclassman, David Aguebu, <laughs> Jalen Redman, Braden Willis, Deshaun White, Marcus Stripling. Those are just some names I have written down. You, you didn't. You, you gave me four people. minutes. 
Marvin Mims. It's not a hard assignment. <laughs> so who are the four you're predict- predicting? Give me your um. David Aguayu, I, I, Dylan Cameron Gabriel Franklin. seems unnatural, but I'm kind of curious with the way he phrased things since Dylan's a transfer, so I'm not going to say that. Uh, Braden Willis, Deshaun White, Marvin Mims, and Michael Turk. Just to throw Ted off. <laughs> <laughs> Willis, White, Mims, and Turk. Oh, boy. Um... I agree with, let me see. Boy, this is hard. It's hard to get it down to four. That's what I'm saying. I was sitting there just writing down names. I could have added more names. Okay, I predict Dylan Gabriel will be a captain. Okay, I I didn't know if um, you thought he would. I agree with that. But the way he kind of talked, I mean, he is an upperclassman still, so. I think that Deshaun White will be a captain. You mentioned him, okay? So I think there'll be one more offense, one more defense. Uh, I think the second offensive captain, you said Mims. That very well could be right. Drake but could be I a think candidate. Drake Stoops yeah. and Eric Gray are both very good candidates as well. Yeah, they was... love Eric Gray and his uh, maturity and all that kind of stuff. I probably lean Drake and more than Marvin, so I probably would agree with you there. I'm going to say it's Eric Gray. I just know how they feel about okay. Gray. So Gabriel White, Gray, and Woody Washington. Oh, Those are my four Woody. Yeah, pick. Woody's a good one. Now, let me give you another uh, candidate. Is uh, Justin Broyles is another candidate. I don't know that he's necessarily going to start, but he is another senior veteran team leader that everybody loves and respects. And there's a chance he's an aimed captain. But you probably already Gabriel know. White, you Washington have all Denver. inside information and act like you don't. So nice try, loser. Uh, sometimes that's true. Sometimes that's true. I guess we'll find out soon whether this is one of those cases or not. Uh, week zero, by the way. All right, listen up, folks. Here's the schedule ahead. There's one good game this weekend. It's Nebraska Northwestern in Ireland. That's 1130 on Saturday. There are other games. You know, UTEP plays. That's the Sooners' first opponent we're checking in on. There's some other games, you know, challenge football. We'll watch them, but that's the one good game. Week one, however, is fantastic. Next week, even Thursday night is good next week. You've got Central Michigan and OSU on Thursday. You've also got West Virginia and Pitt on Thursday at Pitt. Then Saturday, Oregon and Georgia play in Atlanta. Juicy. That's the return of what's-his-name, Teach. It was the Dan, Dan, uh, Dan, I think it's Dan Campbell. Dan, uh, Dan, uh, Oregon's new coach. Uh, Lanning, Lanning. Lanning, that's right, that's right. Just testing you there. Oregon and Georgia in Atlanta. Cincinnati at Arkansas week one. Utah at the Swamp in week one. Notre Dame at Ohio State prime time. There's your headliner in week one. Sunday night next week. Florida State and LSU play in New Orleans, and even Monday night, Clemson 
goes to Georgia Tech. A fantastic opening weekend of college football. Of course, you got the Sooners opener right in the middle there, 2.30 game against uh, UTEP. And then you've got the big Bama-Texas game in week two. By the way, uh, I kind of threw it out there laughing just to uh, take uh, make fun of Ted. Uh, Michael Turk, overwhelming on the text line. As a captain? Uh, as a captain, they said. And one guy said, uh, one texter says, he will be a captain. So, we'll see. Very popular. Very popular and very good. Mm-hmm. My hesitation is, I feel like... Um, between the years, well, really almost in every way, Teddy Lehman is, <laughs> is Brent a chip off the Brent Venables block. <laughs> right? Like he's completely molded in the image of Brent Venables. <laughs> that is absolutely true, yes. And I know that Teddy never in a thousand years would ever name a kicker a captain. We've been down this road before. So that gives me pause to wonder if Venables holds that same belief or not. But deserving, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's obviously everybody loves him. He's a team leader. He's outstanding at what he does. I could see it from that aspect. But it sounds like people are adamant he's going to be a captain, huh? Yeah, three or four of them have texted in, yeah, saying they, they, they have him down see. as one of their guys. We shall see. Break time, 8.33 in the morning. It is a Tuesday. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I asked uh, Teddy what he believes your ideal weight should be right now. <laughs> and his answer? Thanks for Teddy, uh, for expert Teddy here. Uh, yes. His answer is 165. That's what I'm So he's at. agreeing with that with you that you are right now at a perfect weight. A perfect weight, which Thank you, Teddy. I disagree Thank strongly you, Teddy. with. I disagree. Teddy, you like, look great, you, by the way. You're at the perfect weight right now. If you fall over right now, <laughs> no padding at all anywhere on your body. <laughs> That's true. Well, um, Tom Brady is back. He took himself a little vacation, TJ, in the middle of camp and decided to go, we now know, to the Bahamas. Tom and Giselle and the kids went to a resort in the Bahamas. Now, there was speculation that he was maybe filming The Masked Singer, Singer. as stupid as that is. Yeah. Uh, He says, not true. He went to the Bahamas with his family for 11 days. Are you okay with this? A guy of his achievement, his stature, 11 days of camp is not going to make or break him. The only thing that's going to make or break him eventually is his age. And whether that's this year or next year or whenever he decides it is, or we see it throughout the course of a season, his 11-day trip to the Bahamas is not going to be the determining factor on that. Tom Brady stays in shape. 365. So I'm not worried about him going to the Bahamas. I'm guessing. Well, what about his teammates that need to be in sync with him? His wide receivers. I would tell them. The offensive line. I would tell them, I'm Tom Brady. Look at my hands. Those are all rings. Uh, Shut up. That's what I'd tell my receivers. 
Yeah. Man, when you get behind someone, you really get behind someone. <laughs> and when you hate someone, you really you. hate someone. Uh, especially if I know it bothers you. No, I don't have a problem. It's Tom Brady. I mean, he's probably at the point he needs to step away permanently and go travel to the Bahamas and stuff. So They're probably gearing playing. up for the season. They're gearing up for what this is all about. The team, the fans, the city, the sponsors, everybody getting set for a new year. And right before it all begins, he bails on everyone for several days to go to Orlando to his wife's conference. I mean, I'm sorry, to go to the Bahamas I see, I see what you did there. Yeah, I I'm sorry, I got confused. There. The storylines are very similar, yeah, and I yeah. got them crossed there Where, for a second. Uh, wait, are you here all this week? This is not about are me. You this is about this Tom Brady right no, now, okay? All right. I just think it is very, very selfish is what it is of him to uh, bail when everything is gearing up for the season right before it begins but you know what do i know right what do i know look don't you think this was scheduled when he was in retirement no. he booked it on the advanced booking where you don't get a refund <laughs> no i don't and think he told so, tampa no. bay he goes look i want to come back but here's the deal we booked a non-refundable trip to the bahamas we got the early bird that's, discount that's and i really don't want to be out that money i promised the kids we were going um can I take these days off? And they said, but you'll come back for the season? He says, yeah, I'll be there. And they're like, don't want you to lose your money on your vacation to the Bahamas, Tom. Go ahead. Let me give you the timeline I believe happened. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. No, wait. Tom Brady lost in the semifinals last year, right? right? NFC Championship, is that when he lost? I believe so, yes. Tom Brady lost. Giselle said, he gets home and says, I'm sad I lost. Giselle said, you need to retire. Tom said, all right, yes, ma'am, and he retired. He was at home for two weeks, and Giselle said, you need to go back to work. And Tom said, okay, I'll go back to work. And then training camp started, and Giselle said, I want to go to the Bahamas. And Tom said, okay, I'll go to the Bahamas. I think that's how it all worked the last few weeks. Uh, there's some of that. That's probably a lot of that is true in, in some form or fashion. So. Tom doesn't need to book a trip to the Bahamas <laughs> four months in advance. <laughs> he doesn't I need did the see early that bird speculation. Discount. He doesn't need the early bird uh, non-refundable discount. I saw that in an article that said uh, there is speculation this was a plea. Uh, this was a trip that was planned when he was retired, and part of his agreement to come back was because I just can see – Listen, I'll come back and play this year, but we've already put a down payment on a trip to the Bahamas in August. I'm going to need that to be okay with you guys. Now, you could have taken that trip two weeks ago or four weeks ago. So you're saying or spent the entire summer in the Bahamas. You're saying it's a uh, boss. Uh, Giselle says, uh, wife says, I have to go on this trip. Otherwise, I can't come out and play with you guys. I got to stay in the house. All right. Yeah. Go. Yeah, something like that. No, I don't care. What do I care what the Buccaneers do or what Tom Brady does or anything like that? He can do whatever he wants. He's Tom Brady. Could you imagine Tom Brady, though, on The Masked Singer? No. (laughs) 
Peyton, no, but if he was, Peyton you Manning, would think he was the best ever. I Peyton Manning, I could see on that show. Yeah, sure. Yeah, kind of a goofy, cut it up, entertaining guy. I don't know if he can sing worth a you know a darn, but I could see him putting on like a wouldn't be much of a stretch for him to come out as donkey and uh, start singing. I feel like that was a shot by calling him donkey, but other than that, yeah, I'm totally in lockstep with you. <laughs> I did love the whole where's Tom speculation, though, for two weeks. That was a lot of fun. It's hard to vanish in the world these days. And for him to just up and disappear, that's pretty cool. You know, that's exclusivity right there. Yeah. He's back. This texter says, Tom said, I have to work. Then she texts me a picture in her bathing suit, and I said, I'm on my way. More likely, if it's Tom Brady, she sent a picture of him in his swimsuit, and he said, man, let's go to the Bahamas. Probably, yeah. Probably. Um, All right, very good. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, Chris Plank joins us. Final segment of the week for you, the crossover next. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, wrapping up a Tuesday show. Michigan number four, Don Munson joined us today. Chris Plank now joins us. Crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Oh, I missed that. You got the Wolverines at four. That's right. Get you, That's Tony right. Rowland. Michigan. What do you think about the Wolverines this year, Chris? Uh, figure out what they're going to do at the quarterback position. Huge yep. hole to fill without Aiden Hutchinson and Dax Hill gone on that defense. That's right. That's right. But uh, you got a little bit more belief in them than I do. So that's, mm. but again, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I haven't dug in as deep as you have in the, the oh, top 25. Deep, deep I, that's right. Deep digging. <laughs> I'll go back tonight on the podcast and listen to your interview. But I just, I guess maybe for me, there's a lot of Big Ten stuff where I haven't allowed myself to immerse my, <laughs> immerse my breakdown in the season. I'm still nerding out over realignment stuff. So it's like, oh, wait, hold on. That's right. Ohio State starts with Notre Dame. Michigan's got a, pretty big game early in the season right am i not no. crazy here no they don't you're no right. their first four games are layups yeah then they go to iowa they're they got four games this year really at iowa home against penn state home against michigan state at ohio state mm, okay i say that because when i did do some digging into the big 10 some of their non-conference games are pretty good they've got uh Someone's got a matchup with Washington State where they're going out west. I think there's a Mississippi State showdown in there. So there's a few pretty good, and obviously Ohio State and, and Notre Dame. Penn State goes to Auburn. Auburn, I think right? Yep. On, yeah, Penn State-Auburn. That's the CBS game. So uh, Michigan somehow avoided that. <laughs> yeah, Michigan's got nobody. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan's got a, a layup. And, and, but, you know, it is time to figure out, like you said, what are we doing at quarterback if there are some defensive questions with the new coordinator? All that kind of stuff. I don't necessarily think they're going to beat Ohio State in Columbus this year. But the interesting thing will be if they go undefeated into that game and uh-huh. play respectably. Look out. You know, what What do you do with a one-loss team? It's not like they're a one-loss SEC team. We know that they can get in. I don't know if a one-loss Michigan can get in or not. But 
We shall see. I heard we some can. wild speculation yesterday. I did something I haven't done in a while, Toby Rowland. Uh, I went Adam Schefter, Adrian Wojnarowski, and I started working the phones on this uh, Big Ten Oregon report, right? And 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 really, it was mixed because, in fact, I'm, I was texting back and forth with someone this morning that said, I, and I don't know if you guys talked about the Brett, Brett McMurphy tweet, that I don't know how much I put credibility into it. Okay, well, I don't know how much credibility I put into it because 86 people didn't confirm it. And as we know in college football, there's nothing reporters like to do more than confirm a report. So when that doesn't happen, I'm very skeptical. Um, but we'll, we'll get into more of that coming up a little bit later on. I heard from someone yesterday that said they wouldn't rule out an attempt to see the expanded playoff as early as even next year. And everyone that I talk to has kind of been like, oh, it's when the TV deal ends up. But this whole idea of a of a whole new governing body over college football has become very interesting. So I lay all that out to say, if, well, why wait till next year? Let's go. <laughs> you know. And if you start thinking about 12 to 16 teams, well, future-wise, I mean, if, if you're Michigan and you're playing a schedule like that, when we get to the end game and it's you're a one-loss team and your one loss is to Ohio State – I mean, there might be two or three loss SEC right. teams that get a little bit more juice than you do when we're thinking about the future and expanded college football playoffs. So that's going to be fascinating over the next couple of years to see how that plays out I think out it could me. go quick. I think it could go quick. I do, you know, too. When they get to the point, now that they got the USC-UCLA thing uh, in the works, they get to the point where they're comfortable. I, th- I could totally see them saying, all right, we're ready. Let's don't waste any more years of not making as much money as we possibly can. Right. Let's fast track this thing and we got enough votes to make it happen now. That's totally possible. But what don't what know. are you hearing the other team is other than Oregon? I mean obviously Notre Dame is at the top of that I, list. But. I don't know how much how legit it is. So here's here's the thing. If you really get into the Brett McMurphy tweet, and we did this a little bit yesterday on the show, like the wording of it and I love Brett, and I know Christie's a diehard Sooner softball fan, so uh, Christy, you don't need to come after me. I'm not picking on your brother here. But listen to the wording of this. Oregon initiated preliminary discussions in Chicago with the Big Ten to determine if the Ducks are compatible with the Big Ten. Outgoing OU President Michael Schill, AD Rob Mullins, and Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren were not involved in any of the discussions in Chicago. Hmm. So, I mean, that'd be like... Exactly! And so I reached out to my Oregon people, and they're like, Oregon didn't leak this. This came from the Big Ten. So why would the Big Ten throw this out there? And as we've learned this morning, all of these escalators that were talked about, which everyone read into and thought, oh my gosh, there's escalators in the new TV deal, so that means if they expand, there's more money. Though we found that the escalators are only for Notre Dame. That's the only team that if they expand adds to the value of this TV deal right now. So I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's legit. I don't know if I'm buying into it. Um, I know Oregon wants to go to the Big Ten, but they're doing everything to be a good partner right now when it comes to the Pac-12 and their viability. So it's a lot of, I don't know, kind of where we've been the last month, it seems, with this whole story outside of a report that some people are meeting in Chicago. We just don't know who. And apparently they have a tie to Oregon and the Big Ten. Makes no sense, well, right? Um. Well... It makes no sense, but it makes perfect point. sense in the world that we're living in now. Good that point. nothing makes sense. Good so. point. Good um, point. Hey. I think Oregon's definitely on their radar. I mean, I think they want Notre Dame. If at all possible, we want to get Notre Dame. But I think they want to get to the same number I, that the SEC has. 
And so I, we're going to end up at the same place in those two conferences, I think. I still am crazy in thinking Kansas is going to end up in the Big Ten, but I'm probably wrong. About I don't that. think you're crazy. And here's the other part Nobody's of it, too. Nobody's talking about Nobody's it. talking just, about it. They're it just is such a perfect fit. Perfect fit, man. And can't, and listen, uh, the Big Ten cares about basketball. They care about volleyball. Um, these are major sports there in Kansas. I don't know if you've heard this or not, Toby. They're pretty good at basketball. Um, Bill S- William Self, I believe, head coach's name, has had some success there. I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you 100%. And, you know, I think when this playoff expands, I guess my main point in bringing it up, and I know for some people this is boring as all get out, but I think there's a seat at the table for everyone. I don't see the Pac-10 having to implode, right? I don't see them if if Oregon doesn't go to the Big Ten and and Washington is still there, and it ends up being like Kansas and Notre Dame or something like right. that. Yeah, if we're gonna have twelve teams, everybody can still yeah. win it. Well, and yeah. and now the sixteen teams talk. Come on, it's uh, hmm. it's money, and we've always known that. But it's a fascinating conversation, at least to me. TJ, have a great uh, few days off. I will talk to you on Monday. Eat a, hey, eat a burger. While have a steak it, every now and then. I'll have a couple. Yeah. I'll have a couple. You have a nice day off, too. Thank you very much. I will be here tomorrow. Uh, Chris, have a great show today. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks to Don Munson for joining us today. You find folks for listening as well. I'll see some of you at lunchtime today in Oklahoma City. For the rest of you, until tomorrow, have a great Tuesday.